0: Welcome to this week's Parsha Share, Parshasra A. Today's Parsha Share is sponsored by Susan Grayson in memory of her late husband William Grayson Bail Ben Moisha whose yard site is on the 25th of Av. The Neshama should have an aliyah, we should all be zeichet Also, may I remind you before we be- begin the share, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can click on the subscribe button at the bottom of your screen. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and you'll be able to access all my shiurim on a regular basis as they get released and uh, if you are listening to this on soundcloud you can similarly subscribe to my soundcloud channel and be notified whenever there is a new audio um, podcast that goes out that's been uploaded onto my soundcloud channel in any event parashastra A we've spoken about many different subjects and topics in the past today, I want to talk about the topic of Tzedakah, of charity, because charity is contained in this week's parsha, in parsha Srei. I'm going to read you the Pesukim here. If there is a destitute person, a poor person among you, any of your brethren, in any of your cities that you may live, but in your land, in the country, in the beautiful country, the land of Israel, that God is giving you. Don't harden your heart. Don't close your hand. You shouldn't close your hand, you shouldn't harden your heart from your brother, the poor person. You should surely open your hand up to him and you shall lend him the money that he requires in order to survive, in order to get through his difficult financial difficulties, that which he is lacking. In other words, by the way, it's interesting that the mitzvah of Tzedakah is described through an act of lending. You know that uh, many communities have a gemach, they have... Gemach is just, Rosh Atevos, it's just an acronym for Gemilus Chasodim Fund, where people put money and it's lent for no interest, so that people who are destitute, who are going through financial difficulties, can borrow the money and they can get through their difficult time and pay it back in, uh, um, in at a time when they have the funds available to them. That's the best way of doing Tzedakah. Don't make somebody feel like a Schnorrer. Don't make f- somebody feel as if... Uh, you are lording it over them because you are giving the money. You have it and they don't. But in any event, the Nesivas Shalom, a beautiful piece on this week's parsha, talks about the mitzvah of Tzedakah. Don't harden your heart. Don't be um, somebody who is a harsh individual. Don't be tough. Open yourself up. The apostle continues by saying that as a result of this, as a result of your behavior, of your generosity, with the mitzvah of Tzedakah, you will surely be blessed by Hashem, your God. what does Maimonides write about this, says the Nesiva Shalom, This is in Yud Halacha, straight away he writes as follows at the beginning of this perech, It is imperative upon us, says the Rambam. The Rambam, the source of the Halachic code that we are so familiar with, ultimately resulting in the Shulchan Oroch, he was the one who, originally came up with this idea of codifying halacha in an ordered manner, in an ordered fashion, writes this very powerful halacha. Did you hear what he said? Listen carefully again. Chayovin onu zoher. We must be extremely careful with mitzvah stokah, with this commandment, this obligation, this duty of giving stokah more than any other mitzvah, the aim Yisrael mischoyne. the seat of the Jewish people can never be fully prepared or ready or uh, um, completely in its place. The emes and the true faith, the true religion, Omedes upstanding elobid stocker except with the mitzvah of Tstoka, Shenemar, to Tachinani. Hashem is making very clear that the mitzvah of Tztochah is central to everything that is expected of us as Jews and no Jew can ever be redeemed, released truly free in terms of their lives except with the mitzvah of Tztochah she the Pasuk says that Zion will, with justice, be redeemed. The shaveha and those who return, those who do teshuvah b'tzokah, shall have that same result via the mitzvah of tzokah. Justice for uh, when it comes to Zion as a whole, to Tzion, to Eretz Yisrael. But when it comes to the individual, when it comes to the nation, those who wish to do teshuvah, the only way they can achieve full repentance. They can achieve the ultimate result is via the mitzvah of Tztoka. Ubi Gemara, the Gemara in Baba Bashrut of um, Aleph says as follows Omru Shakula mitzvah, stock mitzvah, keneged, Ko ha The mitzvah of Tztoka has the same value, has the same weight as all the other mitzvahs in the Torah. That's what the Gemara says. It's, it's quite a startling statement. Veroi of. Says the Nesivah Shalom, we need to really understand to clarify. Magadlusha mitzvah stoka. What exactly is the unique aspect that makes the mitzvah stoka so great? It's so great mitzvahis that it is measured in equal measure to all the other mitzvahs why is it that the jewish people cannot be redeemed cannot achieve ultimate redemption except via the mitzvah of stocker and we also need to understand why is it that uniquely when it comes to the mitzvah of stocker you're not allowed to have a bad feeling in your heart when you do this mitzvah. Because Shoyin Achinuch, as the Sefer Achinuch, who goes through all the different mitzvahs in the Torah, he comes up with this idea, this is what he says, When it comes to the mitzvah of tzdochah, you have to do it with joy, with happiness, with gladness in your heart. And the Ramban, who adds actually this aspect of the mitzvah, by Safaisov A La Rambam, you know he makes certain additions and subtractions to the count of mitzvahs to the, of the Rambam. He says, He says it's a aoisaase, you're not allowed to do the mitzvah. When it says um, he says actually that's a Loisaase. You're not allowed to do the mitzvah in this way and if you do it, you've done something wrong. The Rambam says a very powerful thing. He doesn't count it as one of the mitzvahs in the Torah. But he says, if you perform the mitzvah, and you perform it reluctantly, you don't want to do it. You are a person who is a Lev. You are a person who doesn't want to unclench his hand to give of what you have, doesn't want to open up his heart to the needs of the poor and the destitute, then even if you give the tzdoqa, you will have achieved nothing. Your zechus is removed from you. But shamesh, the early Hasidic writer, the Mo'er shamesh of Krakow, he writes as follows in Parshas Pinchas, You don't make a bracha. Did you know that? You don't make a bracha on the mitzvah of tztokha. You don't say, And then give the tztaka into the pushka. That's not what you do. You don't make a mitzvah of Says the Marav Shamesh, Why don't you make a bracha on the mitzvah? We make a bracha when we do other mitzvahs. Many mitzvahs in the Torah make a bracha. So why don't we make a mitzvah? A bracha on the mitzvah of tzedakah, mipnei she tzarech litem basimcha. Because you are commanded, you are expected to give tzedakah with simcha. The V'kivan, it's it's rather sad to see what he says. He says, V'kivan shamoyin am enam noisnim besimcha. Seeing as most people aren't able, aren't able to give tzedakah with a full level of simcha in their heart. Al-kein eim m'varchim alat atzedakah He can't make a bracha on tzedakah because it's going to be a bracha. Levatala. it's going to be a bracha that doesn't really have the mitzvah afterwards and therefore you will have said God's name in vain because you didn't do the mitzvah properly you're meant to be giving the tztaka with simcha v'tuv tuvlevov and you didn't do that you haven't followed the words of the Torah which say that al sheloyeira levavcha basitchaloi you haven't given it with simcha and Tuvlevov, with joy and with happiness and with the gladness of heart and therefore you can't say a bracha. That's what the Mo'er Shamish says. Fascinating, isn't it? That's what the Mo'er Shamish says in Parashat Pinchas. Vecholzer Tzarech Bia says in the Siva Shalom. We really need to understand all of this to really appreciate what it's talking about. My shnah Mitzvah Stokha, we call Mitzvah satayra. What exactly is the difference between the Mitzvah Stoka and all the other Mitzvahs in the Torah? Sheka'ashem the Yotzi You know, when you take a of and esrog and you make the bracha, on the Tilas Luluv, you're holding a Luluv and Esrug, and you have a bit of a sour face, you're not so excited about the mitzvah. Are you Machaim the mitzvah? Of course you're makhaim the mitzvah! You took the Luluv, you made the bracha, you shook it in all directions. You're the bracha, you held the Luluv. All the different mitzvahs, you sat in the Sukkah. We'll stick with the Sukkah theme here, Sukkah's theme. You sit in the Sukkah and you say, Le'sheb Basukah. A bit miserable to sit in the Sukkah. I prefer to eat in my house. I want to be around my dining room table. I want to be able to have the comfort of my home. I'm not really that interested in sitting in the Sukkah. Are you Makkahim the Mitzvah of Sukkah? Of course you are. You said, Le'sheb Basukah. You ate in the Sukkah. You're Makkahim the Mitzvah of Sukkah. There's no way that it says that you have to do that with, uh, with Simcha and Tuvlevov. So it doesn't say anywhere by any of the other mitzvahs in the Torah that you won't get credit if you're not that enthusiastic about the mitzvah, does it? So what's so different? Why, why is Stokka different? Why does it become a Pagam, he says? mitzvah mitzvah In Every other mitzvah you will have, you have discharged your duty if you perform that mitzvah, whatever it may be, even if you weren't smiling as you did it. It's not perfect, you haven't done it perfectly. It's not something which has um, totally destroyed them, it's something which you could improve on. Next time you shake the luluv. Make sure you're smiling and you're happy. You've got to work on yourself on that, in that particular aspect of performing the mitzvah. When you sit in the sukkah, you should try and find some simcha and When you sing, sing bit v'samachta be a bit happy about it, maybe make some nice food. You're feeling a good mood and then you'll be sitting in the sukkah with a smile and that's a good thing. But if you didn't, okay, so you didn't do it perfectly. What's the big deal? Madu'a mitzvah stokah, mach'shova why is it when it comes to the mitzvah of stokha, that which what's going on in your mind is actually crucial, it's critical to the performance of the mitzvah, like no other mitzvah in the Torah. We need to understand that which it says, people say. Imagine you gave the stocker. The Rambam talks about you gave the stocker. The reason you gave the stocker is because somebody's going to say thank you and you're going to feel really good about yourself. You're going to get a plaque on the wall that says your name. You're going to get a little note in the mail that's going to say thank you. It's a receipt and it's a beautiful letter from the person you gave the stocker to. You're going to feel really good about yourself. You wanted to get that honor. You wanted to get that acclaim. That's why you gave the stocker. That's not a problem. How how do we understand it? omar totally fine you did it you may have not done it in the best way maybe you should give it in such a way that you're not looking for honor and glory but nevertheless if you did it for that reason it's okay how do we understand that so the reason what that's given is because the point is that the oni will get the money The poor person will receive the financial benefit of the tzdoqa, so you're the mitzvah of tzdoqa by giving them the money, even if you did it for your own personal glory purposes. If that's the case, why is that okay? But when you do it and you didn't do it with a fullness of heart, that's not okay. Come on! Both are not done properly. So if that way that's not done properly is okay, why is it if you're not doing it with the fullness of heart, it's not okay? Those are the questions posed by Nasivas Shalom, the Kolzer Meir Lanu. All of these questions actually have one answer. They reveal to us with great clarity. We don't have to think too much about it, we don't have to think too hard. But chodosh, kol inoshal mitzvah stoka. The, it puts the whole of stocker into a new light. We're going to completely understand the of stocker. You thought the mitzvah stocker but before we began this year. You'll probably think to yourself, OK, what's he going to talk about? The mitzvot stocker is how much I give, what I give. It's about uh, taking the money that I have in my possession. And I'm going to give it to the other person and they're going to have it. That's the of stocker. Nothing else. Oh, no. It says the Nesivah Shalom. everything I've just described to you. Both the Psukim and the Torah and Parshas And what the Rambam says, the Ramban says, the Amar Vashomesh, the Sefer everything that we've just discussed and described. Do you know what that's telling us? It's that Sheshoiresh Mitzvah Stokah Hu Emunah. i going to explain it beautifully. The root and the source and the essence of the Mitzvah of Stokah is one thing and one thing only. It is... A way of expressing your faith in Hashem. That's what stocker is about, about nothing else. Yes, of course, the poor man gets the money. But it is a way of expressing your faith in God. It is a window into your spiritual sense of uh, spiritual identity of who you are. Of your place in this world, of your relationship with Hashem, that's what stocker is. as the Mishnah says in Perke it's in Perigimel. Rabbi Loza ish Bartusa Eimer. Rabbi Loza, the man of Bartusa, he says as follows: Tain loy Micheloy, give the poor man that which belongs to Hashem. Misheloi, um, she'ata v'shelcha, because that you. And that which you think is yours belongs to Hashem. Don't think that that which you have belongs to you. That which you have belongs to Hashem. That's what Rabbi Loza Ishbar Tusa said. M'farsh mm-hmm. Rabbeinu, Yoyna. Rabbeinu Yoyna has a perush on Pirke Ovois. And he says as follows. Be very clear about one very important fact. You have to have this fact clear in front of you clear as day constantly every waking moment that that which you have isn't yours not that which your body your body is a gift from hashem all your physical attributes are a gift from hashem and your money which is not you but it's that which you have access to your resources that also Belongs to Hashem. Everything that you have, your health, your body, your home, your money, your wealth, your resources, everything that you have belongs to Hashem, it doesn't belong to you. Everything that a Jew has all his resources in terms of financial resources, in terms of health resources, that which he has, everything is in the hands of Hashem, actually belongs directly to Hashem. Be clear about that. You're just, you're managing it. You're the managing agent. That's all you are. You are given the job of taking care of the body you were given and the resources that you were given access to. You are simply the agent, the broker, for all of those things, whatever they may be, ach shum bailus al alkach, you don't have any real ownership of it. Not ultimately, it's a lease. You own a lease, but ultimately, there's a landlord, and the landlord is called Hashem. Ve'lochein says Loza Ishbartusa. Loza tells us. That When you give stocker imagine you're not giving the thing that's yours, maybe in your wallet, but it's in your wallet because Hashem gave it to you. from Hashem. Because you need to have in the forefront of your mind that that which you have in your hand to give to the other person really doesn't belong to you in the first place. And that's why stocker is the essence of amuna, because this is the fundamental definition of emuna. If you want to really understand emuna, we have to understand it in terms of the human condition. Emuna in the lofty spheres of heaven, we leave to the great Kabbalists and the great theologians. And none of us, none of us, I certainly can't call myself a great theologian or a great Kabbalist. I'm a very ordinary person. I have to understand things based on the human condition. And I imagine that you watching this or listening to this sheer are the same as me. We, just, we can judge things based on the things that we have, that we have access to, and the life that we live and that we lead. What is the source of our emunah? What's the essence of our emunah? Knowing that everything that we have is Hashem's. And that everything that we do, we have to say, thank you, Hashem. We have to have a true appreciation of it. We have to have access to it at all times. We shouldn't ever imagine that somehow we are the ones who came up with this or that it belongs to us or that it is ours. We are forbidden from ever saying, you know why I'm so wealthy, I'm so successful, I'm so this, I'm so that. It's because I know what I'm doing. I'm the best, I'm the most fantastic. I'm the most amazing. I've got it. There's no I. We spoke about this last week. There's no ego when it comes to Hashem. In fact, there's no real ownership. We are custodians of that which God gives us. That's the point. Everything that you have, it belongs to Hashem. But me? No, it's you. you. I belong to you and everything that's mine it belongs to you everything that you have that you've accumulated whatever it may be is things that Hashem gave you he's going to go further into this he's going to really expand on this idea to help us understand it with great clarity that which he's giving of course he's giving it but He's, he's moving it from here to over there, but it's not his in the sense that it belongs to him. The only thing that he has the power to do is to shift it from this place to that place. That's the part that he has. That's an expression of emuna. Zehu shairash, ha That's the root, that's the essence of the whole idea of emuna. Oh, one second, Hashem gave me this. Now, what should I do with it? Uh, should I just leave it there in the bank account? Should I leave it in my wallet? Or should I do something useful with it that Hashem wants me to do because really it belongs to Hashem? That's what the Nesiva Shalom says. And this, in fact, is the whole idea behind the Mitzvah of tztoka. What is Hashem telling us when He says, What's he telling us when he tells us that we need need to give tstocka? hu emuna. Even though the, the we have to understand that the source of every mitzvah really is emuna. Why would we do any mitzvah if we're doing a mitzvah because it's a mitzvah? We're doing it because we have emuna. Of course, the shayrish of every mitzvah is emuna, but there's other aspects to the mitzvah muhuz mitzvah hi emunah. there's some mitzvahs which every aspect of them they're 100% based on the concept of emunah now the truth is the one that he's going to give us the first example makes a lot of sense Stocker, you might have thought rationally that the reason you give stocker is because you want to make sure that uh, everybody's access to the finances that they need so there's a kind of a rationale behind it. there's a humanism that one can invoke in order to explain what underscores tzedakah so what we're going to say in a sense is not intuitive however let's look at the first example that he gives the first example is the mitzvah of shabbos everything about shabbos is emuna. why Because we say it. We say it when we say Kiddush. It says, We believe in creation. We believe that the world was created in six days, whatever that may mean. But we believe that there was a creation period, because there was a time before creation. And then there was And then at the end of that period of time of six days, whatever that means, there was Shabbos, Shavas so it's an expression of our emuna when we keep Shabbos. kula emuna. We know that Shabbos, the Chazal tell us, Shabbos has also this concept that has equal value to all the other mitzvahs in the Torah. Why? Because Shabbos is all about emuna. That's what it's about. But that makes sense. Okay, so that. I'm not saying we can rationalize it, because there's all the aspects of Maase which are complex for us to understand. However, we do understand that Shabbos is an expression of arimunah but says the Nesivas Shalom, and this is the Chiddush here, based on all the questions he asked, which he extrapolates out of what it says in the Posok and what it says in the Rambam, and the Ramban, and the Sefer Chinuch, and the Mo'er Shamish, etc that the Shoresh of Tzedakah is also Emunah. Nothing else. It's Kula Emunah. Everything about it is Emunah. You have to understand that, don't take out of your mind all the other aspects of the Mitzvah of Tzedakah and totally focus on the idea that it's based on Emunah. And that's why the Gemara says that it is equal in measure to all the other 612 mitzvahs in the Torah, because in and of itself, it is a representation of your true, complete faith in Hashem. Isa b'Svar Maktoish b'Seif Hakadosh told us <laughs> Yaakov Yosef. Told us Yaakov Yosef was written by Rav Yaakov Yosef of polonoi He was a kohen. He was the first um Hasidic writer. The a Rebbe who wrote down the thoughts of the Baal Shem Tov, was published in the 1780s, very famous because it was quite controversial, and of course it was over 20 years since the passing of the Baal Shem Tov, nobody had written down his thoughts in any kind of ordered fashion. This was the first Sefer that came out, which contained an organized, um, deliberately organized collection of the thoughts and ideas and ideals of the Balshemtov, Shem Tov, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef of Polnoy, and here he's quoted by the Nesivas Shalom to have said he explains the Mishnah of Tain Le the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos of Rabbi Loza Ish Bartusa. He once asked a wise man. He gives this as a Derach Moshel, as a kind of parable, as a as a way of explaining of. Of demonstrating what this is about, this Mishnah. They asked a wise man, why, why do we never see you getting worried? Why do we never see you getting anxious? We never see you in a worried or anxious state of mind. We always see you in a calm and placid state of mind. And he answered, This was the wise man's answer, says the told us Yaakov Yosef. I've never obtained any item for which I've truly felt a need that I need to protect it or need to worry about it. What's he talking about? Ha'inu, shema yeshloy Lidoig. He's, what he's really saying is, what do I really need to worry about? Obviously, I, I, if I live in a house, I have to make sure it doesn't burn down. But ultimately, what am I worrying about? I don't really own anything. It's what, even if it's mine, because by the law of the land, it's mine. It's not really mine. klum I've never really bought anything. Whatever I have obtained, it's not really mine. I don't have anything. To only that which God has given me. That I have. So obviously I'm looking, I'm taking care of God's thing. But it's not the same level. When, you, when everything is an extension of you. When everything becomes about you. Then of course you're an anxious and worried person. But you can let go if you know that. Listen, Hashem gave it to me. That's what Hashem wants me to have. And I'm not so concerned. Because I know that Hashem is taking care of me. So says, says the Nesiva Shalom. I'm not going to worry about the fact that I might lose it, I might mislay it, I might not know where it is, it might get broken, because Hashem gives you things and Hashem takes them away. And that's why this wise person always appears to be placid and calm and unconcerned, and certainly is never anxious. told us Yaakov Yosef. also writes there. You Hashem have the kindness. Ki to shalem because you repay le'ish to a person, kamaseu that which he does. Well, is an odd word to use, as he's going to explain. Dehine ka when a Jewish person goes through any difficult time, a difficult period, she or something lacking in their body, in their physical being, or in their material wealth, or whatever it may be. You know, Hashem says that that which you're going through, obviously you have to be in the right frame of mind for it, that which you're going through will mean that you will be forgiven, you will be cleansed of your sins. It seems a bit odd, because that which you're lacking now, now that you've lost it, let's say you had a lot of money, and for some reason you lost all that money. And in your mind you said, you know what? Gamzu le Hashem did it, and it's all good. Because of that you'll be forgiven for your sins. There's a certain element of Hashem taking note of the way you behave when you lose something which you owned. So the toldest Yaakov Yosef says, well, what are you talking about? You never owned it in the first place, it wasn't yours. How does that work? How, what's the dynamic here? What's the mechanics? If you never owned something and then you lost it, you didn't really lose anything because you never had it in the first place. So, why should it be that you should be Mizdakhech and you should be Mizchaper for your if you lost something if it wasn't yours in the first place? Says the told Yaakov Yosef, and it's stunning. And he says it on this possibility. It was God who gave it in this, however, but that's what the posuk means. God is ultimately so kind. He is machshev it. He imagines it. He allows you to believe or that it is believed. Or actually, he goes along with the myth that... It was as a result of your work, your hard work, that you made that money which you now lost. So that, that's a chesed of Hashem, so that when you lose it, you'll be cleansed of your sin. And you'll be mischapper from your avonais. It's a chesed of Hashem to allow this, this falsehood, as it were, it's not a falsehood, but to allow this idea to be maintained, that that which is yours belongs to you, that when you lose it you can go through this tshuva process the main thing is you need to be in the right frame of mind, as I said earlier that when these things happen you should say, Gamzula Tova and this is what Hashem wants as long as you have that level of Emunah and Hashem, the fact that it wasn't yours in the first place doesn't matter. Hashem is willing to go along with that myth, with that legend, that that which was in your possession belonged to you, so that you can benefit from this process of having lost it, to be Mizdakeich and Mizchaper from your Avoinois. V'chein hu gam bechol kium ha-mitzvah and this with all the mitzvahs that you're mekayim. How come you're able to do mitzvahs? Excuse me, you woke up this morning. How come when you woke up this morning, you were, you were able to daven? You were able to get out of bed and do chesed for people? You were able to eat kosher food? Or you were able to go shopping and you were able to be honest in the, you know, if somebody gave you the wrong change, you said, no, no, you gave me too much change. How come you were able to do all those things? Because Hashem gave you the strength. He gave you the body that you could do it. He gives an example. A Jewish person puts on tefillin. Who gave you the hand, the arm, that you could put tefillin on? Who enabled you to wrap the tefillin round your arm? Who enabled you to do that? He is the one that gave it to you. He gave you the tefillin. The tefillin don't belong to you. they Hashem's. He gave you the machshava in your head, with the thought processes that go in your head, that tell you, oh, I want to put on filling right now. That's Hashem gave you. No, no aspect of the mitzvah is actually yours. Everything about the mitzvah belongs to Hashem. YAD That's what the Mishnah says. No part of the mitzvah actually belongs to you. Ach. L'cha Hashem HaChesed. That's what the Posuk means when it says L'cha Hashem HaChesed. You did the greatest Chesed. That even though you are the one who gave me the Kayach, the machshava, the ability, the possession, whatever it is to do the Mitzvah, you still count it as a Mitzvah when I do it. That's an amazing thing. Ki Le'ishkem you, you judge a person by his action, even though those actions are not really the person's actions, but only the result of gifts from Hashem. This is a chesed of Hashem that He gives a merit for mitzvahs which are performed by a person. It says, if you did it. It says, if you contributed. You contributed nothing. You contributed nothing to the mitzvah. It's an illusion. Everything that you do for the mitzvah is a complete illusion, and yet you're treated as if you did it. And that's what the Mishnah means, or what Rabbi Loza, meant when he said she'ata v'shelcho He could have said just shelcho No, even you, the you of doing the mitzvah, Belongs to Hashem. Atos sheloi and shelchos sheloi. Atokayel as kol muscha. Every aspect of your existence, every aspect of your personality, every aspect of your life belongs to Hashem. She kulos sheloi. Kamuzay yonasham mitzvah stoka. And as we've already established, this is what it means. The mitzvah of stoka. She yasoid v'shayisham mitzvah hu emuna the fundamental aspect of this mitzvah is a person has to believe that everything that he has all aspects of his existence don't belong to him they belong to Hashem and that's why there's this unique aspect of the mitzvah that you can't have a bad negative disposition towards the mitzvah it's not possible so, Ikra Mitzvah—the whole, the whole uh, essence, every the core of this mitzvah is your attitude towards it. You need to have the correct attitude that when you give the stoka, you are not giving your thing. The moment you don't want to give it, it means you imagine it's yours. But when you give the mitzvah with a full heart, besimcha v'tuvleivav, it demonstrates ah, you know it's not really yours. That's why you are giving it away, and you are giving it with simcha That's the whole reason why this mitzvah has to be done in this way. This is the ikar of the mitzvah. It's not just that this is the better way of doing it. Like many other mitzvahs, I told you, you sit in the sukkah, you didn't smile. Okay, next time you'll smile, you'll feel better about it, and you'll do the mitzvah a bit better. It's This is not a pshat, it's a pegam in the mitzvah. It totally eradicates the mitzvah, if you don't do it, b'simcha uvetuv levav. So you're going to say, Oh, what about somebody who gives it because he wants to receive honor? The truth is, that's an external aspect of the mitzvah. But you're still very happy when you gave it, so the poor person received it. The actual mitzvah itself is is kind not you weren't reluctant to give the money, you were happy to give the money, but you also were happy to get the covered when you gave the money. That's not in and of itself. You know what the exception is? If you regret it. If you hate doing it. When you give this money for charity. You do it with a heavy heart. And with great reluctance. It's not pegam in the mitzvah. It's a pegam in your emunah. This means you don't really have emunah. And Hashem your emunah is fake. You're a fraud. Because you believe you're doing the mitzvah. You're not doing the mitzvah. You're just going through the motions. Because the whole aspect of the mitzvah is munah, And you don't really have a munna because you think that this money belongs to you. No, it doesn't. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to Hashem. He gave it to you so that you can act as the agent. You can act as the middleman because he gave it to you so that you can give the money to the poor person who steal La mo'huzah shal mitzvah, it completely counteracts. It completely contradicts every aspect of the mitzvah. The whole idea is that you need to believe that that which you're giving belongs to Hashem and you're giving it to someone else who needs it. Because you and that which is yours belongs to Him. And if you should give it with a lave covered, with a heavy heart, with reluctance. You don't want to give it. You're angry that somebody's even making you give it and when you're giving it, you don't want to give it. <laughs> Then you didn't do the mitzvah because you didn't have emunah. <speaking in Hebrew> That's why the Jewish people will never go through redemption except if they give stocker shenema bit bitzdoqah, as the pasuk says. <speaking in Hebrew> if you reach the level that you truly understand what stocker is about and the reason you give it is because of your emunah, if you truly understand that the stocker you're giving is not something that you're giving. It's simply passing through your hands. You are the middleman. You are the middle person. Through whom this money or resource is passing. So that it can benefit the ev'yon, the needy person. The destitute individual that is receiving it—that is the end receiver. Harizu geulas Yisrael, that is the redemption of the Jewish people. Yisrael, Yisrael, aprat. Both in terms of the nation, because you're giving it to someone else, there's a community aspect to it, and in terms of the individual growth, this is this. There's no greater spiritual growth. There's no greater way of establishing your Emunah identity than by giving Tzedakah Besimcha Uvetuv Leivav gemara, the Gemara in Yudam says Adam noisim mekabal p'nei shchina. Somebody gives even the smallest amount, a pruta is like a penny you Give a, a, a nickel, a dime, a quarter to a poor man You can meet the shchina. You can be like the greatest prophet, you can be like Elijah the prophet, Eliyohan Novi you can be mekabal p'nei it quotes a posuk for that. <speaking in Hebrew> you, through the mitzvah of giving tzdoqa, you can have a revelation. You can come face to face with God. <speaking in Hebrew> Even somebody who is intrinsically wicked. <speaking> in <Hebrew> the only mitzvah that they do with any kind of Enthusiasm is the mitzvah of Tzedakah, Bilvad, Zoychim Ba, U'mekablim Pnei Shechino. They benefit from it, and they can be Mekabal Pnei shekhinah. Do you hear that? I mean, I know that none of the people who are watching or listening to this share are a but it's very encouraging. It's uh, comforting, isn't it, to know that stocker is so powerful, as long as you do it properly. It's an amazing thing. If you do stocker properly, if you understand that it's the shayresh of emuna, you can be makabel pnei even if you were a rasha. That's an amazing idea. V'lechayra, says the nesivah Shalom. I mean, let's think about it. Mayshna mitzvah stocker mikola mitzvah Why should this particular mitzvah be different from every other one of the mitzvahs in the Torah? Ella she mitzvah If you truly carry out the mitzvah of in its totality, in its complete form. <speaking in Hebrew> if you truly believe, you truly understand, you got it, believe sholem in your mind and in your heart, that that which you're giving isn't really yours in the first place. That's what shlemus means. You can be redeemed, you can be saved from your wickedness, from that which is holding you back in terms of your relationship with Hashem. You can rise up to the highest madregus. Tstoka, if done properly, is the first step to the ultimate form of Emuna. Everything else will follow. Because he's come to truly understand, to truly appreciate that every aspect of his life or her life, you can really understand that everything comes from Hashem. And from this, Farish Al Farish From this we can understand that which it says that ariza writes, Al Haposuk, this a posuk into Hilim Kufjud base. But means righteousness. It lasts forever. Shaaf Sha'veira. Mechabe mitzvah He's retranslating the word tzedkosei not as righteousness but his tzedokoh tzedokosoi as it were lo ad. What does that mean? You know when you do an avera. says the Arizal It erases, it wipes out It eliminates a mitzvah You did a mitzvah and then you did an Averah It eliminates the mitzvah It's as if a mitzvah was never done Ain avera Mechabe tzedokoh But there's no avera on the planet there's no avera that you can do that can ever be mechabe a mitzvah, can ever erase a mitzvah. Why not? Because harit stocker he mitzvah. Says the Nesiv Shalom. Why would the Arizal say that? Because surely stocker is also a mitzvah. If we're saying that avera is mechabe a mitzvah, surely an avera can be mechabe stocker because stocker is a mitzvah. i al. That if we understood everything we've said so far, If we understand that actually the fundamental aspect of stocker is not the giving of the money, but it's the faith. It's the emuna, it's the belief in Hashem. It's the belief that everything you have is Hashem's. That stocker is only the external aspect of your emuna, which is internal. It's just an expression of your emuna. It's just the visible aspect of your true, fundamental faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now we understand it. So if, you know, the, a mitzvah has various aspects to it. One of those aspects is, that I do the mitzvah, I'm going to enhance my relationship with Hashem, I'm going to have Dveikos with Hashem. But afterwards you do an Avera, is What's going to happen when you do the Aveira? You undo that which you did. You did the Aveira. You did the mitzvah and you connected to Hashem. You did the Aveira. You disconnected from Hashem. That's what an Aveira will do. The Zeh, a mitzvah. That's what it means. It wipes out, it eliminates the mitzvah. The mitzvah is no longer there. Because you did the mitzvah, then you did the Aveira. The Aveira obviously counteracts, it. it undermines. Any benefit that the mitzvah may have had, but if we understand that stock is not about the act of doing the stock of giving the money from here to there, that's just the visible expression of something much more fundamental. That's not going to be wiped out by an avera. You can't ever wipe out emuna. You can do an avera and still believe in Hashem. That's what's so scary. That we do do Averus. People do Averus. We do things which are wrong. We don't always behave in the correct way. Sometimes we miss out on mitzvahs that we could have done. Sometimes when we do a mitzvah, we don't do it properly. Sometimes we don't do the, you know, we do an Averus and we didn't really want to do it and we ended up doing it. But if our emunah is powerful in us, it's very strong, this idea. The emunah is so strong in us, it's so overwhelming within us. That emunah can't be wiped out by navera. Maybe the mitzvah can be wiped out by navera. But the emuna can't be wiped out. And if tztokah is an expression of emunah, then stocker can never be wiped out. That's what, it's, that's what it means when the Pasuk says, your tzedko, emedes emedes Your tztokah is something that lasts forever. If we know that the tstocka, the mitzvah of tstocka, its root, its essence, is emuna, nema, be, uh, um, it ne'ma be, what does it say when it comes to this mitzvah? But utstocka so This tstocka is going to last forever. Lo yaveru shum koyach sheba olam. Yechayim lechabais as behirus emuna shelcha. Ani v'chal ashel'i you have to under if you believe that I am yours, I belong to Hashem and everything that is mine belongs to Hashem is Shal'cha there's no aver in the world that can wipe that out so we've learned today the power of Tzedakah the power of Tzedakah is that it's truly an expression of who we are as people of faith if you believe in Hashem, tzedakah is the best way of demonstrating that. Because you take that which is yours, and it's quite hard, I have to tell you. Psychologically, emotionally, it's hard. You made the money, it belongs to you. And when you give it away, you want to believe that you're doing the act of giving the tzedakah to the person that needs it. That's human nature. That's who we are as people. If we're able to overcome that, if we're able to understand The Shorish of Tzedakah is simply, it's not the act of giving the money to the other person, but it's an expression of Aremunah, Tzedakosay, medes Load. We'll leave it here for today.